The TEFL Commute, Season 12, Episode 5, Podcasts, in which Lindsay will be happy because we go all meta. Hey, Sean. How's it going? Yeah, all right. Get back, getting towards the end of the year, you know? Yeah. End of the year, end of another season. Yeah. Uh, and, and you know what that means? It means that we, uh, we, we're not alone. No, it, it well, yes, exactly. It means that we're not alone, <laughs> that we have um, we have guests. Um, but welcome, by the way, everybody, to the Temple Commute. This is a podcast for language Just teachers. Go for it. Here it's we go. not about language teaching, but the topic always comes up. Oh, brilliant. Um, and he rolled off his tongue. 12 episodes, 86 episodes, and he's rolling off his tongue. There you go. Yeah. <sighs> I'm your host, Lindsay, and my charismatic co-host is... It's me. It's weird. <laughs> we should we should tell the audience. We can see we've act, we're, we're, we're as usual we're recording in Zoom, but because we're, we've got guests, we're on camera. And I, I've, it's, I'm finding it a little off. I know. <laughs> I'm I'm closing my eyes half the yeah, time. Like, actually, ah, so. <laughs> it's, 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 it's uh, as Lindsay said, this is uh, we have guests, and uh, uh, as usual, in if you been listening to us uh, over the seasons, you'll know that we tend to conclude our seasons with a round table. Uh, so this is this uh, season's roundtable, and we're on the topic of podcasts. Uh, we'll explain a little bit more first, but let's bring in our guests. But nobody can guess who the first guest is. Guest is James. Are you there? Greetings, one and all. Yes, making my regular roundtable appearance. Hello, everyone. We bring J producer James out of his producing produ production. What hole? Bubble? Dungeon? Dungeon? <laughs> bubble? Box? Cabin. And we'll sit with us and 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 uh, and share his wisdom with us live, as it were. So, welcome, James. Thanks for thanks for coming out again. Pleasure as always. And um, big drum roll because it's somebody new, isn't it? It's build up that suspense. Who could it be? Who we've got there? So, please welcome to the podcast, Sandy Millen. Hi, Sandy. Hello. Hello. What's it Welcome. like not to be not to be typing? You know, you're actually talking and doing something. I mean, it's unusual. Yeah, <laughs> yeah typing is definitely the main thing that happens. But you know, it's nice to talk sometimes as yeah, well. Yeah, this is this is your trial, isn't it? So what we're basically we we we're testing out Sandy to see if she should join us for season thirteen. So there's yeah. no pressure on here whatsoever. No. See if she can yeah. if she can all. meet the high standards as set by Sean and Lindsay. Let's. <laughs> Well, it's going to be a high bar to reach, oh, isn't it? Good start, good start. Okay, <laughs> podcast folks. So what we, um, again, if you've been with us since the beginning, you'll know that we, we like podcasts. We talk about podcasts. We, our hobby is podcasting because we have a love of podcasting. So we thought it was about time we talked about podcasts. Uh, and so for this roundtable, we decided to have three categories as we usually do and we're all going to bring a podcast to the table that you may or may not listen to but hopefully if you don't listen to it we're going to encourage you to listen to it for the reasons we we uh, like it reasons why we like it um of course you can throw in your comments to us in the usual uh, social media tell us we're wrong we're right if you listen or not and our three topics our three categories uh we're going to talk about one podcast each which is kind of language related one that is teaching related and then one that we just like to listen to uh and 
that's a very eclectic category because I've seen what people have, have chosen. So let's uh, kick off then. We'll start with the language category, folks, yeah? Okay. okay. Well, right. So these are podcasts about language, as a, not 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 about teaching or education. These are these are language ones, right, Sean? Yeah, meaning that the the the, the people that produce or talk in the podcast, um, they talk about the about language itself, as as Lindsay said, unlike us, where we talk about language and teaching, for example. Uh, let's 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 see how she does. All right, Sandy, would you like to get us rolling with the with a, your your first choice then? So my first choice is word of mouth, which is a BBC Radio 4 programme. Um, generally, it's presented by Michael Rosen, but unfortunately, he got coronavirus at the beginning of this year. And so the episodes in the last couple of seasons have been presented by a whole range of different people. And um, the word of mouth podcast is uh, covers like all aspects of the English language. So um, there are always 30 minute episodes and then generally a conversation um when there were the michael rosen episodes there were generally a conversation between michael rosen and a guest and then they had a linguist whose name i've forgotten who who chipped into the conversation as well um since it's been the guest presenters it's normally a two-way or sometimes a three-way conversation um about topics that have been very relevant this year so for example one of the episodes this year was about um how masculinity um, was manifested for black men um, through language. And um, what I found utterly fascinating, particularly about the guest episodes, is it it's whole areas of language that I've just never considered okay. before. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. I, have to, I, um, I have to say, I, last year at the Eltons, I had my photo taken with Michael Ross. Oh, very, very nice. Yeah, I listened to that uh, podcast as well, and I, I, I'm a big fan. For the reasons uh, Sandy said, because it's um, they they just find these really interesting areas of language to sort of go into, and and yeah, like you said, you just thought, wow, this is completely new to me, and and it's really fascinating. And I, I, I particularly, I mean, I really like Michael Rosen, so um, he's 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 a fantastic human being in general. I think so. Uh, uh, so I do I did miss him. But the episodes that they did without him were really fascinating as well. So it's a really good choice, I think. James, I don't know. I was going to say, I don't know if you remember, there was one episode last year with Michael Rosen where they were kind of training him to change how he spoke. But I can't remember what that was for. And they, they were like demonstrating how he could speak differently. And that one, I think, was particularly relevant for English language teachers. I can't remember what it was, but I'll try and find the episode and see if you guys want to put it into the show put notes. The show notes. I must admit, I've never yeah. heard it uh either live or as a, as a podcast so it's something uh, new Lindsay is that new one to you it is a completely new one to me I I thought I'd been kind of I, I dipped in and out of several language podcasts and I know Michael Rosen's uh work as well and so I'm really surprised I'm sort of just sitting here going wow I this one had completely passed me by so thank <laughs> you that's a list <laughs> I, I will add it to the list yeah to the backlog <laughs> Uh, since you're on my Lindsay, uh, would you like to bring in your uh, podcast for this round? Okay, so um, I've, I've listened to a couple of language podcasts, and the one that I kept coming back to was one that's in the Slate podcasts. Um, so there's going to be, this won't be the first time that Slate podcasts will appear on my list, but this Slate podcast is the one that they have about language. It's called Lexicon Valley, and it's a... Um, 
it's like th these are 45 minute episodes. They come out sort of every two weeks. Um, so it's, they never overstay their welcome. And um, it has a linguist, John McWhorter, whose work I don't know, but um, he has a book called The Language Hoax. And in each episode, he kind of does a, a dive on a different aspect of language. So for example, the one, the most recent one is on got get and got and so he he what he really he's really good at sort of going deep on etymology and uh, interesting facts and origins of things so i didn't know that um the get uh, for example the verb get shares the same root as comprehend which is really weird but um okay. anyway you'd have to listen to sort of uh, get the whole story of that um, so he's got, so, so he does things like that. There's things like get, um, things like the use, uh, he's very good on sort of changing aspects of English, how, how things are changing. So he'll talk about like pronoun changes, about uh, stative and dynamic verbs changing, other origin stories. He talks about varieties of English. And um, the original time I got into this was in 2016, where he had a co-host who I really like called Bob Garfield, who is also on another podcast uh, for um, WNYC uh, on the media. He's great. And I miss that he's gone, but but it's still quite good. And um, is, it a, is it a weekly podcast? Is it a... Bi-weekly. It's every two weeks. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah. I, I've dipped into it, but I'm not a regular listener to it. Uh, one, uh, Jane Sunday, are you Lexicon Valley um, people? I've never heard of it before. Yeah, it's a North yeah. American angle, I should say. So it's um, mm. so they'll often be like, "Oh yeah," and they say it like this in Britain, which is so weird. Um, but but that's uh, that aside, it's it's still really good. You know, that sounds like a nice contrast yeah. with word yeah. of mouth because that's that generally tends to be like yeah. British yeah, focused yeah. as well. I think I think the three uh, other podcasts, like the one James will say and the one I'll say as well, are, are, are perhaps slightly more British uh, centric than 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 Mexican mm. Valley. Uh, James, you stole my podcast. <laughs> well, uh, to be fair, I've been listening to it for a lot longer than you. So yeah, I think you have. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I liked it. I liked it before before it was cool. You know, so. <laughs> And, and your podcast is uh, your choices. Uh, it's a podcast called uh, Something Rhymes with Purple. It's a show basically about etymology, right? And it's uh, so it's a really good one for kind of word nerds, you know. Um, it is very much. Yeah, it's presented by uh, Britain's most famous lexicologist Susie Dent and uh, Giles Brandreth, who is known for a million things um but uh Ollie's been a Tory MP well you know yeah less said <laughs> about that the better ago, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, but when we talked in the pre-discussions when we were talking about about it Lindsay just went I'm not going to listen to it if it's got a Tory MP <laughs> I mean that was a very long time ago. all right so I will have an open mic go yeah, on yeah, he is, go I mean to be fair to him Giles uh, sorry you didn't say who it was did you uh, yeah uh, Giles Brandworth uh, yeah Giles Brandworth I mean he is known for many other things as well as being a Tory I think you could say, yeah, right? Yeah. He's, he's a I mean, very for good example, storyteller. Yeah, he's just published a book. Uh, I think it's the Oxford, uh, like it's the Oxford book of uh, theatrical tales, um, which I bet is a good read. But yeah, so he's got many, many, many strings to his bow. But um, yeah, so they basically use uh, Susie Dent's knowledge of where words come from and they choose a theme and then they just look at various words on that theme and, and their roots and origins. So they choose all kinds of different, really interesting subjects 
Uh, I mean, there was one recently about pasta, for example, where all the different names of pasta come from. Um, and, uh, and then they'll choose other things, you know, related to different, uh, different topics. Like there's one about Dr. Johnson, uh, and there might be something related to, you know, words related to the church or to food or something like this. And, uh, yeah, I, I, it's just pure, like sort of trivia fun. Um, yeah. But I actually find it really, I find it genuinely really interesting, like when they, when they make those connections between words that you think I, are, are I, completely unrelated and then you go, oh, yeah, I can see that, that root. And I, I really the one, like that. I, the, There's one that sticks in my mind. It's actually from, I think it's from the, the non-Halloween episode this, this year. And it was the uh, etymology of the word thrill. And it, it just this sticks in my mind completely because we all would say, if I asked you to define thrill, you would probably go... Uh, excitement or um, mm. something like that and it actually means whole it's to pierce it's from an etymology and it's like nostril that's mm-hmm. nostril oh, uh, like a like yeah. a drill yeah and, th- and it comes from going drill back and to, drill okay back yeah. to opening and stuff like that and it's just really fascinating because she has if, if you know Susie then she has all this knowledge in it in her head and I, I, I really like it and yeah. there, there was a recent episode on London names as well which I really yeah yeah uh, how long are the episodes about half an hour, okay. roughly. Yeah. And so is it's it like one, every yeah. week or? Yes, it's weekly. Yeah, it's one I like to fall asleep to, which sounds like an insult, <laughs> but it isn't, right? Because I always make sure I go back and listen yeah. to the bit I missed. But it is a nice it's, one to to doze off to. Cool. Who's left then? Sean. Uh, so I got the one I think everybody else would have said if they didn't have the choice, in, uh, which is the Illusionist, which I, which we all listen to, I think. Uh, yeah. Uh, uh, with it, so if you haven't listened to the, the Illusionist, this is a podcast very much uh, in the keeping keeping with the rest. It's an etymology podcast. I like to. I suspect that that the the Illusionist actually influenced Deathful Commute because they started before us, in the sense that that Helen Zaltzman, who presents it, picks a theme and just riffs with it, which is kind mm-hmm. of what the Deathful Commute yeah. Commute does. Um, so I, I do think there's a little bit of that in it. There are, if you haven't ever listened to it, there are 127 episodes now. Uh, and they range from 10 minutes to 30 minutes. And she chooses a word, she goes through it. The kind of the most recent one is, uh, if you haven't listened to it, it's, it's hilarious. It's the festival one, and they write a song, a Christmas song for this year, which is very good. But interestingly within it, there's a cor- she, they talk about a corpus of uh, words as they appear in Christmas songs. Uh, and uh, dong appears, but not ding. Which I, it's, you know, how can you if you go ding dong? But so, yeah. so uh, there are some really random things. What um, what I really like about the editions, apart from listening listening to it, though, it's um, the fact that the web page is outstanding. Um, every episode has a transcript. So, um, you know, if you did want to introduce it to learners, for example, they, they, they've got the words that go along with it. And every word they've ever defined is also in a dictionary upon their website. Uh, this, there's a whole lexicon of, of the words. You, get, you, you learn some really interesting words. Uh, one of my interest, one of the words I've learned recently from there was uh, Lalo, Lalo, I'll say it right, Lalo Kazia which is the sound you make when you stub your toe, for example. Oh, yeah. you like that. <laughs> that's that's the word that comes from that. So it's, uh, you know, so yeah, the, the, um, um, the other fun episodes I like are the swearing ones. There's a lot about swearing. Yeah. yeah. I think James, James introduced me to this podcast and, um, 
I think the thing that I enjoy about it that I think doesn't necessarily come across with the other language podcasts I listen to is just how passionate she clearly is about language. And I love hearing that. And I also really like she's done a lot about kind of people who don't normally get heard. So there were a lot of fascinating things about people's names and how people choose a new name, for example, if they shift gender or how they feel if they've got like a really unusual name. I remember that there was somebody called Peregrine, for example. Um, and wow. I found those podcasts fascinating. And they, she also did one recently about like being addressed about whether she should be Miss or Mers or Mrs. or having oh, I heard no that name. One. That's a, yeah. And that was fantastic because it actually made me realize that I don't like it when I have a title and I don't like having to put a title. That's and I'd never occurred to me before. So it's actually like influenced my life as well. <laughs> <laughs> I, was kind of, I was listening to one in the queue to pick up my son because of COVID restrictions. Um, I, was, I was picking up some I'd missed. And the one I listened to uh, yesterday was on celebrity. So this wasn't necessarily about, it wasn't defining, was it? It was just a discussion on celebrity. And I found it really interesting, the definition of how we do define celebrity against being renowned and those kind of things um, for it. Really, just really interesting. You go, oh yeah, I never thought of that uh, with it. Okay, so that's round uh, one of this round table then. With the, so we've, we've introduced you hopefully to four language related podcasts. So it's probably time for a quick break. Producer James here with a quick message to say thank you for listening to the podcast. If you'd like to stay in touch with us, you can find us on Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube at Tevil Commute and on Instagram at Tevil Commute Pod. And we're back. <laughs> okay. So, how are we doing, Lindsay? All right. I think we're doing well. All right. Do you want to lead round two? Yes, I'll I'll lead round two. Um, what we're doing on this round table, it's an end of the year, end of the season, Temple Commute. We are taking, um, a, we usually take a topic and we have a, have a couple of guests on. Uh, this time our topic is podcasts. So as Sean said at the top of the episode, we're going all meta, a podcast about podcasts because we all love them. And we've just finished talking about podcasts about language. Our next category is podcasts. We made it podcasts about teaching, education, or English teaching. So sort of like education. But since we're all English teachers and teacher trainers, um, it's quite likely that many of those would come up. So who would like to start this one? Oh, you gave a choice. I Ooh. gave a choice. I went, See, I you, went you've asked them. that random question, who? You, you should know, know. from the classroom. If you ask who wants to start, everybody looks down and everybody's well, looking away from the I know. camera. I know. <laughs> and so now this is when my eye then falls on the person who first looked away, who's James. And yeah. say, James, you had something to share with that class. Why don't you stand up in front of everybody? <laughs> well, uh, you go first. I, I, I certainly don't mind because I'm going to talk about myself. So, oh, uh, so oh, Fantastic. <laughs> Uh, just to cue, you might want to—I don't know—you might want to speak to your producer about dropping in a uh, sort of a klaxon of self-promotion <laughs> here. Uh, you just leave the space for that. Um, yeah, so um, uh, listeners will know that <clears throat> I produce Tefl Commute, but I also produce two other podcasts. Although Tefl Commute obviously is my first love, and um, and so another one of those podcasts is about uh, English language teaching as well. So I thought I would. Give us a give us a name drop here. Um, so uh, it's the uh, IATEFL Teacher Development uh, Special Interest Group podcast called Developod. Uh, mm. There's a team of three of us who make who make that show. 
uh, and um, so it's a little bit more serious than this uh, the light-hearted romp that is the Devil Commute. Um, and we do we do different types of, of episodes. So some of them are uh, interviews. Uh, so we've recently um, uh, put up an episode with an interview with Nick Beachy. Uh, we did one with Jane Willis a couple of months ago. Um, so we have other, you know, notable names from uh, ELT. Um, but then we also do some kind of discussion-based episodes, a bit like this, related to a particular theme, or we uh, do, we'll interview some people related to a particular area. I think uh, the uh, listeners of, of this show will, will enjoy it as well. So forgive me for the shameless self-promotion, but... Uh, but that's that would be that's my Since you brought it up, second How favorite. long did it take to think of the name? Because I think the name's genius. It's like Developer. I think it's yeah. a really great name. I wasn't there at the beginning <laughs> of the podcast. Um, oh, right. And uh, I came on board uh, after about I think twelve episodes, uh, where I'm, I'm I'm fairly sure you can notice a there's quite a noticeable uh, upswing in the quality of the content. <laughs> <In the place. laughs> And the production. Um, but, uh, no, we we, we I, must uh, contact the uh, and see, see if you're as bad with them as, yeah. as you are no, with us. About no sound, disrespect to my predecessors. Um, <laughs> but no, they, uh, the, but seriously, they, they, I think they had a competition, actually. They asked the listeners to, because at the beginning it was like the TDC podcast or something. I think and you're right, because I think I remember getting an email about that, like that they were looking for yeah. names for it. Yeah. Someone said Developod, which is a great name, although it's a yes. murder in auto in autocorrect. Oh, God, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I know. Um, <laughs> how often does it come out? So it's it's monthly. And how long are the episodes? Uh, it varies. Um 20 minutes to 40 minutes, I would say, roughly. Oh, nice. Um, it doesn't overstay its welcome. <laughs> Absolutely not. Not with me around, you know, I'm quite ruthless. <laughs> I've listened right. to a couple of episodes and really enjoy it. I can recommend it as well, yeah. I used to be in the uh, the TD6, so I should probably go and take a listen to it. Gosh, I'm, I'm falling. I've got a lot of podcasts to catch up on. Oh, well, there's a holiday season coming up, Lindsay. You know. Okay. Well, thank you very much, James. So that was Developod from the IATFL Teacher Development SIG. That's our first one. Sean, why don't you tell us the next one? What, what one so, are you bringing to the table? Uh, so I'm going to bring the uh, MFL Twitterati podcast, uh, okay. which, uh, so slightly away from uh, just English language teaching, so there's a modern language um, aspect to it. Uh, to me, uh, I felt it's one I listen to a lot, uh, and I think it was. I, it's. I also like with my educational podcast to go out, to go outside the uh, outside of our field because I think you learn I ideas from outside your field as well. When I say I listen to a lot, there are only ten episodes, but I've listened to them all. They're quite long episodes uh, from it. It was a podcast produced. Um, those people in tech and ELT will probably know Joe Dale, who uh, who spoke at a lot of conferences and whatever. And uh, he's his kind of alter ego before he became known in ELT for for, for uh, his maybe his tech side. He on Twitter he he ran the MFL Twitterati group, which is uh, obviously foreign language teachers, French teachers, Spanish teachers, etc. Uh, and they've always shared a lot of ideas. And the podcast, which he uh, him and a guy called Noah bought out uh, last year. Um, there are 10 episodes, which um, the, the production value is incredible. I don't, James, if you ever listen to one, the, the, the production value would make you jealous. They are very, very good. Um, and each episode 
kind of brings together ideas, teaching ideas, tech, interviews. There's a theme to, a theme to an episode uh, for it. And I just think they're full of ideas. It's really well produced. Um, I said there are only 10 in existence now, but I did, uh, knowing that I was going to talk about it, I did um, get in touch with Joe uh, and say, are you ever going to make any more? And th there is a plan to. Obviously, I think this year's every, everybody's plans got changed a little bit. So I would look out for new episodes uh, from it. You can go directly to MFL Twitterati podcast.com and access the podcast uh, from there. But uh, yeah, just interesting. Certainly, if you're uh, good for language teaching ideas, also with a, a good tech uh, aspect. Are there any well. particular ideas that you remember from it? Um, they tend to take different bits of tech and look at it. Um, well, the one that really sticks in my mind because I like the idea and uh, the, the interview with um, Graham Stanley last year on escape rooms. Um, being somebody that was developing, trying to get into making a skate room for the time, I, I learned that one uh, from it. I, um, I'm just looking at their uh, episode list now. So that's the one that really sticks in my mind. But they've talked about everything from film, music, uh, VR, uh, Pathlet, you know, there's, there's lots of little bits like that. But the production value is high. There's always a really nice interview with it. Uh, and it's it's uh, if you're looking for teaching ideas, which I think is why you, you might choose an educational podcast, then, then I would recommend it for that. Great. Okay. Um, so what one does that, what's that called again? MFL Twitterati podcast. MFL. Rolls off the tongue. MFL well, Twitterati podcast. podcast. We'll put all Excellent. the links in the, on, in the show notes, of course, so people can uh, go to them there. Who's next? Uh, I'll take the next one. Um, I want to bring you all back in time to the year 2014, where in 2014, there was a terribly contagious and very dangerous disease going around. It was the year of Ebola. It was also the year that uh, Russia annexed Crimea. It was the year that Robin Williams died. It was... I was the... living in Crimea at the time. You were. <laughs> I was pointing at Sunday. And at the same time as all of those things were happening, uh, three guys over in Japan started what I sometimes consider to be like sort of one of the earlier uh, TEFL podcasts, if not the earliest. I always consider them to be uh, earliest ones. And uh, it was it's TEFLology. Oh, wait, sorry. James says he was on an earlier one. Well, I started working on the ELT Chat podcast in 2011. So oh, ELT wait, wait, Chat. Wait, James, and, that, James, and I wasn't you, the first. Sorry. You know, you know, you know, Lindsay's always had this little soft spot. I mean, he's always wanted to be on TEFLology right oh, Honestly, it's, it's, about, it's almost embarrassing, embarrassing, to be honest. <laughs> it's like, it's oh, a little bit embarrassing. Sunday, you, I mean, you don't know this. This is, this is history. It's like, oh, <laughs> his <laughs> love for TEFLology is just like, oh. Anyway. Uh, let, him, can, let, him, let him get it off his chest. Sure. Go on, go on. The podcast was one of the er, one of the earlier podcasts that I, I listened to. I haven't listened to all of them, but it was one of the first uh, podcasts that I that I listened to in Tefl. Um, and uh, it's three guys based in Japan: um, Matthew Schaefer, Matthew Turner, and Robert Lowe. Um, and uh, you know, they they did the kind of typical thing, like G, each episode would be talking about an issue. And they did a lot of interviews and have guest episodes. Um, I remember thinking it was quite funny. They have this little funny song that they have at the beginning that they wrote for it. Um, and, but, um, and rewrote. There have been two and versions rewrote. of it. If oh, you there have been two versions. There are two versions. Ah, yeah, there was I always think the song is very clever. It. It's very clever, yeah. The, the and, lyrics changed. All right. Ah, the, 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 the loving of the... <laughs> and... 
The um, but recently, I, f I found that they've taken a more kind of political turn. Like they're not shrinking violence. So they had stuff on on racism. They've had stuff on uh, sexism, and most recently, uh, the latest episode is on the Tefl Union, mm. uh, union rights, uh, all the terrible stuff that's happening in the private sector of Tefl since the COVID crisis has hit. So if you really want a kind of nice, depressing end of the year, <laughs> listen to that episode, because it really made me think, oh. But um, but that aside, they have some other good stuff. They have all, like, lots of the big names, as it were, like big uh, methodology book writers, course book writers, uh, speakers, linguists, and stuff like that, uh, often appear on interviews, as well as lots of people from where they are um, in Japan. Uh, Good stuff. Well, Sean, yeah. interrupt him, will you? Oh, no, interrupt him. I was going to say, I think, obviously, the, it's the, the, the podcast the, the, I wish I could. It, have it was made. she was on. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so Tefology Boys, when you listen to this, you can have Lindsay, yeah. uh, but we, 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 we demand a first swap. Um, we will hear from the Tefology Boys very shortly because we, we are, they are going to drop in a little bit. But I'm gonna, the bit I was going to say, Lindsay, is you actually have another connection with them uh, because yes, they because wrote the book on wrote, podcasting. They wrote a book on podcasting, which I helped edit and they self published. At the round uh, also that sandy has done something with as yeah, well yeah so and also i my blog is mentioned like i there's a little something in the book that i've written and i did an episode guest episode with them once as well oh so you did i oh, really so did i so did i oh my god <laughs> James, oh, aren't they nice aren't yeah, they cool I, I, so um, there is a vacant <laughs> spot anybody who wishes yes. to join the tefl community for season 13 <laughs> it appears we're now looking for two new people james and i are looking <laughs> <laughs> james you might be on my more than we knew. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, anyway, before, let's move on. So that's oh, before. Sorry, Sean wants no, to say, say before, before we, we hear the last one. It, it, does it sound like a good time to listen to the Tefology Boys and see what they have to say? Sure. Hi, Tefl Commute. This is Matt from the Tefology Podcast. Our show has been active since 2014, and we release episodes roughly every fortnight. Episodes include discussions on topics related to applied linguistics and ELT and interviews with various practitioners and academics, among other formats. Our podcast is available across all the main platforms and you can visit teflology-podcast.com for more information. Thanks, everyone. Very nice. All right, let's move on to the last one then in this in this category. And it's Sandy. What did you bring to the table today? So the podcast that I've chosen is the TEFL Training Institute podcast. <clears throat> um, it uh, was originally presented by Tracy Yu and Ross Thorburn, who are both based in China. And now Ross does a lot more of the presenting, although Tracy's still on some of the episodes. Um, one of the things I really like about this is that it's very bite-sized. The episodes are very rarely longer than 15 minutes, um, they, that, which is great. Um, they take a... This is attention span. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, they take a topic and they normally have three questions, which they answer during the the episode so it's amazing like how much information they managed to pack into 15 minutes they do a mix of um occasionally it will just be ross and tracy much more at the beginning but less so now sometimes they get in kind of uh, a big name person so for example a couple of weeks ago they had vivian cook talking about uh, second the history of second language learning i think i can't remember exactly um and uh, sometimes it's just somebody who 
works locally in China, for example, um, and they cover all different aspects of TEFL teaching. So I've heard them talk about, for example, recruitment, um, they talk about management, they talk about training, and then they talk about aspects of being in the classroom as well. So I think it's a really good kind of all round podcast. And if you're looking for a podcast to kind of dip into where you're not, you don't want to subscribe to it and listen to it all the time, then episode list is really clear um, and it's very easy to just search and find something on a topic that you're interested in for example um, so if you want to be like an occasional podcast listener then I mean why you would want to do that I don't know but if you want to only listen to podcasts occasionally then I think it's a really good bet the past present and future of second language acquisition that'd be the, one. the title you were missing that's you the think? one yeah uh and um is it a, i'm not sure if you said said it sorry is it every week every um, it's in i think it was every week but i think now it tends to be every month or sometimes no hang on that's a lie it's slightly more frequently every couple of weeks i can't remember exactly it varies a little bit yeah i think um recently they also didn't uh kerry jones of this parish uh, was on there for elt footprint and there is an episode uh the halloween episode lindsay uh one for you zombies zombies of tefl oh really all right well i hope i hope they don't mention me in that well it could be taken in, in two ways <laughs> yes yes zombies of tefl here's lindsay uh, um, <laughs> um so that that should we we might as well listen to them as a uh, uh the, the, so ross uh, gave us a drop in as well so should we listen to them sure uh, and before then go we come on back to, the to our third, third, third category okay so here here they are hi everyone i'm ross thorburn i'm the host of the tefl training institute podcast where we try and take great ideas about language teaching and showcase them in a way that's short, simple, easy to understand, and free. I always found that in language teaching, a lot of the literature is either too long, too difficult to understand, or just too expensive to access. And we basically aim to be the opposite of that. We've already got over 100 episodes online, each of them lasting 15 minutes, on topics like do we need a standard English, how teachers can set homework, what racism looks like in the language teaching industry, and what cognitive biases teachers fall prey to, some of our past guests have included people like Stephen Krashen, Vivian Cook, Anne Burns, David Noonan, Donald Freeman, Alan Maley, Mario Rinvalukri, Mark Hancock, Penny Ur, and David Crystal. And over the next few weeks, we've got episodes coming out featuring a stellar cast, including Jane Willis, Jeremy Harmer, Carol Reed, Thomas Gusky, Tessa Woodward, and Jack Richards. Thanks, Sean and Lindsay, for featuring us, and I hope you'll check it out. Okay, third category then. Uh, this is the Anything Goes category, isn't it? Yes, that's right. Yes, this is really, the, the, goes. the guilty pleasure. We all love podcasts, yeah. and we don't only listen to language and teaching podcasts. What kind of monsters would you be if you just did that? <laughs> but we listen to lots of other things. So um, we uh, we we said you could bring one extra guilty pleasure or or thing that you like listening to or that you don't miss or that you heard and thought was awesome. And I'm going to start this one. Oh, okay. Yeah. We never right, so I'm going to start Lindsay. with the second podcast from the Slate podcasts, and this is one. Uh, Lindsay, you, first... say, you keep saying the Slate podcast. Do you want? Yeah, to, it's uh, like uh, a podcast group. Slate is an online magazine, online magazine slash news outlet, and they have a whole series of podcasts. And I think I listen to one, and they advertise other ones in their Slate podcasts, and so you end up kind of bouncing from one to another. Yeah. 
And this one um, uh, was came out a couple of years ago. It's had three seasons, but I think the first season is still the best one. And it's Slow Burn um, by uh, the host is Liam Nafok. Napok, I think his name, Liam Napok, and he uh, he does a documentary all about the Watergate scandal. Um, and it, it was that he did it just as the impeachment was coming up. Um, it kind of came out. And so it was so eerie. So many of the echoes was what was happening now. Um, and uh, all the little weird stories that happened around Watergate, he makes it really listenable, very interesting, very gripping, even though everybody knows how the story ends, you're sort of caught up in the, the sort of the nervousness of it and the sort of the, the, the like the, the heightened tension. Um, I think it's only like around six to eight episodes. And then season two was the impeachment of Bill Clinton, which was good, was very good, not quite as good. And then season three was a completely different thing. It was about Tupac. And another rapper, I can't remember. Like the rapper, yes, I think so. Yeah, and um, that that suddenly departed from it completely. And I don't know what they're going to do for season four. But season one is still, to me, is still like a a really landmark bit of, you know, true detective podcasting. Is it kind of an investigative thing then? I don't know about yeah, this podcast at all. Yeah, it's sort of like, it, it's just sort of like, I'm going to tell you the story of um, Watergate, the full story. And and he never sort of says, and why is it so connected to, to what's happening now? But it's very obvious that it is. But he never kind of goes out and says it until like the very, very last episode. Um, yeah. Is that why it's slow burn? Sorry, slow sorry. burn. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but is it slow burn because, deliberately because... Uh, yeah, because... It kind of because basically what, what one of the one of the things is he says, you know, this we all think of it now as it kind of it happened. There was the 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 Washington Post investigation, Woodward and Bernstein, Deep Throat, da da da, the break-in, and then all of a sudden he's impeached. But it took like ages. It took a long time yeah. and, and 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 then all of a sudden it starts happening towards the end. Yeah. And, and is it kind of uh, just him telling the story or is no, he got voices got, coming he's in? He's got the voices coming and... in, archive footage, mm-hmm. all kinds of, of stuff like that. Really, really well produced sort of Radio Lab uh, slick style. Yeah. Say, does, it, it, yeah. does it kind of unfold a bit? No, I mean, don't mean content-wise, but just in the actual shape of the podcast, it sounds a bit serial. Like serial. Yeah. Yes, it yeah. is a bit like serial. Uh, but yeah, very much like serial. I mean, he's got a slightly different style, um, but it, 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 yeah, it's very much like that. And also, I suppose you'd have to be interested in the subject matter a little bit um, if you thought that that was absolutely dreadfully boring. Um, then no, but um, but yeah. It was very I would have to say, uh, where, my, where my hobby hat, Watergate, is one of my favourite board games of the yeah. year. Fabulous oh. two-player game. Don't start. <laughs> Don't start. <laughs> coming anyway, up podcast. That's, that's my one. That's my Sorry, one. Bro. Let's 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 uh, let's hear again from Sandy. Sandy, what did you bring to, mm, to this okay, guilty so- pleasure? Uh, not a guilty pleasure at all because oh, okay. um, guilty pleasures don't exist, which okay. I, I'm very <laughs> serious about. Hang on, there's a topic for the new season. Oh, oh, okay. yes. we'll, we'll develop that theme in uh, season 13. Yeah, guilty yeah. pleasures definitely don't exist. This is out and out enjoyment. Um, so I've got The Curious Cases of Rutherford and Fry, uh, which is a BBC podcast. It's a science podcast. Um, it's presented by Adam Rutherford, who is a geneticist by training, and Hannah Fry who's a mathematician by training and they're both fantastic science commu- communicators I, I also listen to BBC Inside Science which Adam Rutherford presents quite a lot as well um, and 
until this year, the episodes were always 15 minutes um, with then a little bit of extra, like podcast extras. And then this year, they've had two series. They're in the middle of a series right now, um, which are 30-minute episodes. Um, and it's all based on questions that are sent in by listeners. And then they interview various scientists to find out like, the answers to these questions. Um, and there's various things that I love about this podcast. One is that it always makes me laugh. I always learn something. The dynamic between uh, Adam and Hannah is fantastic. It's so funny listening to them. They're like kind of bickering brother and sister almost. Um, but the the science is really solid as well. Like the the people that they're speaking to really are kind of top experts in their field from around the world. Um, but I also like the fact that they do all kinds of like interesting experiments as well. And very often the questions are sent in by children as well. And they take, the, I like the fact that they take those questions just as seriously as they do questions by adults. I think probably my favorite episode involved them making musical instruments because it was, um, I think the question was something along the lines of why do different musical instruments sound different? Like how, do this, how is the sound produced? And they ended up making musical instruments out of various vegetables. Um, and I remember listening to Adam Rutherford trying to make an instrument out of a carrot, uh, which is possibly one of the funniest things I've ever heard on a podcast. I was walking like down a... the street when I was listening. It was not. Don't you, just bang it, don't you just bang it on the table to be a drum? No. No, he was he was drilling a hole in the carrot and getting very serious about the electric drill and, and what the correct way of drilling a hole in the carrot would be to make it a musical instrument. It was very entertaining. Did you, so, know, that, um, did you know that Paul McCartney played a carrot on a Beach Boys song? I did not. That is very interesting. That did you know that there's a whole cool. vegetable orchestra? That's where that came from, was that they were interviewing people from the vegetable orchestra. If, before we get into uh, into uh, vegetable orchestras, should we uh, listen to an algorithm and then our final two podcasts? Welcome to the algorithm. The algorithm brings you the best in example language sentences found on the web and language learning apps. Each is tailored and randomized, especially for you. Today we bring you the end of season horse special. I know your horse drinks wine. I know your horse drinks wine. The pigeon rode a horse. The pigeon rode a horse. My horse is collect teeth. My horse is collect teeth. I am a horse I speak English. I am a horse I speak English. So my podcast is uh, is called Levar Burton Reads. Uh, and this was a very difficult question for me because I am ridiculously obsessed with podcasts like you know, I just, I, honestly, the, the amount I listen to is not healthy. It's it's wrong. Okay. And so, and I listen to so many subjects, but I thought, okay, I'll choose one that the listeners <laughs> of this podcast might actually enjoy, as opposed to just something I love. Uh, so I do love it, but um, and uh, yeah, so it's uh, basically a short story podcast uh, where the story is read by the actor Levar Burn, best known as uh, Sean said as. Uh, playing Geordie LaForge on Star Trek The Next Generation, 
which coincidentally I've just started re-watching for the first time since I was a kid, and it is absolutely brilliant. It is, so yeah. I watch if you it, want to I watch do an episode where we talk about how good Star Trek Next Generation is, <laughs> I am in. It's amazing, and okay. he's fantastic in it, obviously, like everyone is. Anyway, back on track. So, um, <laughs> it, so he's a brilliant storyteller, an absolutely brilliant storyteller. And because he does, like, you know, he does the voices and... Um, but in a way that, you know, that can be a bad thing sometimes, but he does it really, really well. Uh, it's very well produced, so it has music and sound effects and stuff throughout uh, each story. Um, and he also does an introduction and an outro for each, uh, for each story to explain why it is that he, uh, why he chose it, uh, what he loves about the story. Um, there, there, isn't a, there isn't a particular genre that, it could be any genre, but it's often stories uh, which are kind of sci-fi or fantasy. I, I'm not a big fan of fantasy, but but more science fiction, uh, ma magical realism. That's a better way of putting it. Um, and they choose a lot of writers who are um, uh, African American and other people of color, uh, which is excellent because you know we often don't get to hear those voices. Um, and I just think it's a beautifully produced uh, and thoroughly entertaining sort of 45 minutes where you get, unlike other, uh, most podcasts are like this, where you're listening to people being themselves. This is a podcast which takes you to a different place completely uh, and, and it does it brilliantly. So I highly recommend it. Sean, why don't you take us out with your, uh, your choice, your, your pleasure? <laughs> I, 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 so I have real trouble with this. Like, like, uh, like everybody, I listen to a lot of podcasts, uh, and I ever went for. So my my first choice, which I'm not, uh, which I'm putting out there, but I don't think people will really enjoy as much as me. It's called This Game Is Broken, and this game is broken. I am a, a, I've said several times, I'm a massive board game uh, freak these days. Uh, I play a lot of board games, have a lot of board games, and this game is broken. Is a podcast in which the board game kind of reviewers that the people like matthew judd and that, that are on youtube and that they get together and it's almost like the board game equivalent of oh what's the radio for i've just gone out of my head now um what's the radio for quiz show where uh, sorry i haven't got a clue where they make up games so on this game is broken they make up games about games and it's just if you like board games and know a lot about board games it's hilarious but i decided that that probably isn't great for the tefl community audience to, to get the most out of it you really need to understand board, no board sorry, games. sorry Lindsay. Lindsay. Lindsay, he's doing the classic Lindsay here, right? Of bringing in like two or three things, saying, "I'm not going to talk about these, and I'm going to I'm going to talk about this one." Yeah, yeah. I knew. I, I thought, well, Lindsay, Lind, Lindsay don't normally does it, but he was so uh, resolute. I definitely think that's cheating. So the one I'm <laughs> going to recommend to the Temple Community <laughs> listeners is is one that I just started listening to okay. uh, on holiday, uh, and it was my relaxation podcast, which and I found it really interesting. Uh, and that's David Tennant uh, does a podcast, and David Tennant is Doctor Who or was Doctor Who amongst other things, uh, and that that's important because a lot of people he gets to interview are Whovian fans. But essentially, Doctor uh, David Tennant does a podcast. He interviews somebody uh, for an hour, and it's just really my. It, it's kind of because they've got he's got a lovely voice, 
Uh, it sounds a little bit like the, the Lever Burton thing in that it's just nice to listen to, even though it's a, an interview. But he's interviewed, he interviews um, people that have Doctor Who connections. So everybody he starred with in Doctor Who with it. But it's also, there are some fascinating interviews, like the one with Stacey Abrahams, mm. um, who is a Whovian at heart, is really, really interesting. She talks about Georgia and it's done before the election. Um, so that's good. She, he also interviews people like Gordon Brown, the ex-British Prime Minister, and again, that's quite revealing in, in what he manages to kind of get out of it. My favourite one is the one with Tim Minchin, the Australian comedian singer, uh, writer, and he talked, and what I stick to my head, he talks about, because um, obviously he's a kind of polymath, he's so good at everything, but and, they, and Tim Minchin talks about being micro-ambitious, which we're looking at the four of four of us is probably a word that we describe rather than having one like goal. He talks about having lots of little goals it likes to achieve. But the podcast is just nice. It's just a really nice, relaxing listen, and it's a pleasant chat where you learn more from it. And I think that would be more appropriate to the Tefl community audience. And I will now be chastised for season after season for bringing two podcasts to the. How table. often does it come out? It's uh, when it comes out. It comes out every week or two weeks. It's just finished the second season, okay. so there's probably. Uh, there's probably about 20 to listen to, and they're 45 minutes or so long um, uh, for it. But they, yeah, they're just a pleasant a pleasant listen uh, with famous people that you learn a little bit about, but the, the chat is quite interesting. Uh, and it's not all, it could be a bit lovey. You think when you see it, it might be a bit lovey, but it's not, it's, it's, it's quite amusing. Let's just recap those last four podcasts then, Sean. So you did, let me see, you did Slow Burn. Yes. Sandy did The Curious Case of Rutherford and Fry. Yes. James did LeVar Burton Reads, and I did too, and I recommend the, the David Tennant one. Yes. Excellent, excellent. Uh, we will have um, uh, links to all of these podcasts in the show notes. Um, James, why don't you tell our listeners where they can find out more information about Tuffle Commute, including past episodes? <laughs> Oh, okay. Uh, so you can find all of our back catalogue at tefelcommute.com. And don't forget to follow us on social media. We're on Facebook and Twitter at tefelcommute and on Instagram at tefelcommutepod. And that is how you do it. Wonderful. So that's why we don't have him on the episode. You know, he makes us look bad. I know. Um, Sandy, thank you very much for coming. It was a pleasure yeah. to hear you, uh, for us to see you. Did she pass? Are we going to gonna let her back in next season? Well, thank you for having me. Yes. Well, let's, come back. Let's, ha let's, we'll have, let's have you back for next season. I think that would be next cool. And uh, that's it. We are recording at a time just before a festive season. So uh, everybody stay safe, have fun and etc. cetera, uh, if you're doing that. And uh, we'll see you in early 2021 for season 13. 13, that's a bit unlucky. Wow. It's K-decophobia. Well, see. Tephalology has more seasons, but that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh yes, what oh. I should have said. J J J yeah. James and I will see you for season thirteen, <laughs> and enjoy Lindsay when he goes over to the Tefl Commute team, and enjoy Japan, uh, Lindsay. Probably <laughs> a change from Spain. Bye, everybody. Bye. <laughs> Goodbye. Thanks, everyone. Bye. Thanks. Bye. Bye.